Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there and welcome back to episode number six here on Inside the Vault, a Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Smith. This podcast brought to you by the Keep Pounding Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at kppounding underscore FSSN. And this podcast also powered by Fans First Sports Network on Twitter at Fans First SN. You can rate and subscribe to the Tobacco Road Sports Radio YouTube channel. And that is at youtube.com forward slash at tobacco radio. Well, my latest guest today here on Inside the Vault, episode six, uh, is a sports columnist for the Charlotte Observer and also the host of the podcast Processing Blue, a Carolina Panthers podcast. He does great work. Thrilled to have him on, Langston Wirtz Jr. Langston, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. So great to have you on. Um, You know, we might, if we have some time, we might get into some high school at the end, too. Right. and does do some high school stuff uh, as well for Charlotte. Um, let's get into training camp and the joint practices with the Jets yesterday. Um, today's practice, unfortunately, got rained out. But yeah. uh, talk about the uh, practice yesterday with the Jets. First off, just as a whole, what did you see yesterday? Kind of a bird's eye view. Um, and what what did you hear? What did you see? Uh, well, Roger, Aaron Rodgers started out fast against the Panthers' defense, but it seemed like the Panthers' defense kind of caught up later on. Um, they they had a couple miscues defensively, but later on in the practice, they played pretty well. Um, you know, Rodgers did play well. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but but the Panthers did did come along with some great plays. Uh, Burns and Horn made some good plays. Gugier Hill has been pra- playing all well all preseason. He played really well. Um, so I thought the Panthers kind of got their footing a little bit against Zach Wilson, but a little bit against Aaron Rodgers too. And offensively, a little bit of struggles, but you know that's to be expected with uh, a young quarterback. But I think they, they 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 had some nice moments in the in the scrimmage. It's hard to read too much into it. You want to get too high, too low. Yeah, no uh, training camp practices, um, even just joint practices, you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt. You know who's yeah. in, who's out, yeah. uh, what's the coverage, things like that. Um, Recent acquisition, I talked about this on uh, another episode, but um, 
just to get another perspective on it. The Justin Houston signing opposite Brian Burns, uh, what do you think his presence is going to be like to this team? Well, I think he, you know, he had uh, – he, he's a big-time sack guy. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he's a little older at 34. But, you know, they, I think the fans think he has something left in the tank. Uh, I think he's going to be a factor. Right now he's number one on the depth chart at outside linebacker with Burns. And, you know, if if he's as good as advertised, teams can't load up on Brian Burns. He gives you that kind of double rusher that the Panthers haven't always had. You have to really go back to, like, Kevin Green and Lamar Latham when they were salt and pepper back in the 90s. Yeah. And two, you know, really aggressive linebackers like this. You know, it's always kind of been uh, Luke Keekley and, and kind of – other people, but now I think you know you're going to have that pass rush. My big question with the Panthers can they stop the run? The last time they tried a three four, it didn't work out too well. We'll see. No, yeah, no, we'll we'll definitely see. Uh, let's let's preview um, the game on Saturday with the Jets at Bank of America, first preseason game of this 2023 season. Uh, what are you looking for um, from Saturday's game? Let's first start on uh, Bryce Young and the offensive side of the ball. Well, I want to see who's going to catch the passes. You know, in practice uh, so far, DJ Chark has been playing really well. Um, I'm looking to see Terrence Marshall take a step up. Right now, Marshall's on second on the depth chart at, at the outside wide receiver. Jonathan Mingo is another guy I want to see. He's first on the depth chart. Right now, they have Mingo, Adam Thielen, and Chark. Uh, unofficially, I should say, on the depth chart. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yes, I mean, it's always unofficial. But, you know, Chark has really uh, developed quite a chemistry with Bryce Young, so I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. Don't know how much Bryce is going to play. I suspect not much. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play at all. But it'll give fans a chance to finally see the guy that they basically, you know, traded a whole lot of the franchise away to get. And then on the defensive side of the ball, we know uh, guys like Burns, J.C. Horn. We'll see how much they play on the defensive side of the ball. But what are you looking for on that side? I want to see who's going to play defensive back. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people think J.C. Horn, when he's healthy, is, you know, top 10 cornerback in the league. He just hasn't played very much. But, you know, you want to see who's going to play alongside alongside him. Dante Jackson has had some good moments for the Panthers, but he's also been injury prone. Keith Taylor, when he got a chance last year, got picked on pretty bad by the Bucs. Uh, C.J. Henderson's played well in preseason. So we'll have to wait and see. I'm, I'm curious to see how they handle pass defense. Uh, Von Bell's been playing pretty well as well. Yeah. Um and then let's fast forward just a bit uh, for the rest of the preseason. Now only three games instead of four. Um, yeah, thankfully. Let's just have yeah, thankfully. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then the, I know we can't talk too much, but um, then for the rest of the preseason, what are you looking for there just from a bird's eye view um, um, as far as um, maybe some guys who are undrafted free agents who might be able to make the team? Guys, uh, what training camp battles are you looking to get settled maybe when it's all said and done? The biggest question for the Panthers is going to be how good the offensive line is. You know, they they got to, yeah. you know, they got to get healthy. Uh, you know, Chandler Zavala, the, the guy that they, they drafted in the fourth round from NC State, you know, they got to see what he has right now. He's third on the depth chart at left guard. Um, you know, you have a small quarterback. So my, my biggest concern is can they protect him? Um, yeah. And also can they get the run game going with Miles Sanders? That's another thing I'm looking for. Defensively, just to see how that 3-4 works, um, you know, with, with the, the new look. And, you know, can they get to the quarterback? And, and can the back end hold up? It didn't hold up last year. And if the Panthers are going to go anywhere, they're going to have to be able to move the ball on offense with a, a smart quarterback making smart decisions. But it has, has to be upright to do that. And then defensively, they have to stop the run and not be beaten over the top the way they were towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, for the 
preseason specifically on Saturday, you just mentioned where Bryce probably going to play some limited reps. There's a chance Andy Dalton may not play at all. Uh, Frank Reich said uh, the goal is to give Matt Corral the majority of the reps. Um, Remember Matt Corral? Remember him? (laughs) What do you want to see uh, out of Matt Corral? Is he somewhere? Do you think we're going to trade him uh, maybe after a good preseason? Or or do you feel like with the whole 49ers situation last year, you know, I was just about to say, you know, after what everybody saw the 49ers, I think you might want to keep three quarterbacks that that you can trust. Uh, Matt Corral, we just hadn't seen very much. I mean, you know, had the Liz Frank last year before we got a really good look at him. You know, he he thinks that he's a you know QB one for somebody. So let's 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 see, and it'll be a big chance for him if if Andy Dalton doesn't play, and you know, he finally gets a chance to show what he has. Yeah. Um, we already mentioned just a few of these, but let's go through some of those training camp battles you were just talking about. Let's start at. Right guard, you mentioned left guard already. Um, it looks like Cade Mays has the uh, heads up on uh, Austin Corbett's position as he's going to be obviously out first few weeks at least with that torn ACL of recovery. Uh, does Cade Mays got the uh, the heads up there? Looks like it. I'm I'm a little worried about that position because if Corbett gets put on the pup list as missed the first four games, the Panthers could be in trouble because uh, I can see teams kind of loading up right at that spot, trying to get inside, you know, running some stunts, coming at Bryce that way. But K. Mays does like the guy right now. Deontay Brown is number two on the list. Yep. Uh, we already talked about Houston opposite uh, Brian Burns, but uh, it sounds like he's going to be a rotational guy. I don't know if they're – I mean, he got paid starter money at $6 million, but yeah. um, will he get um, every down reps is the question. So if, if it's not Houston, if he's more of a rotational guy – um, I really like Marquise Haynes, but he's been injured, unfortunately, and I really think he can step up. Yeah, I think Marquise is going to be the guy if they go that way. Um, Kobe Jones, maybe, but I, I think Justin Houston is going to play a lot more than you think. He's a good run stopper, and, and he's, he's that pass rusher. I think he's going to definitely play more than, than just uh, situationally. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Trimble is a guy that I am very intrigued by. We know Hayden Hurst has the tight end number one spot down, but um, you know, Ian Thomas, it seems like has been here forever. And then Tommy Trimble, um, going into his third year out of Notre Dame is a sneaky, good weapon. I think for the Panthers, uh, whether they use him, um, all over the line, I think he can be a LaVishka Chenault type player for the Panthers, maybe not in the backfield, but it, it out wide and in the slot and different places, uh, what do you think about Trimble behind Hayden Hurst and maybe getting a two-tight end set uh, going? I think he'll get a shot to play. I think they're really looking at Hayden Hurst to get, kind of have a breakthrough season. He played in the AFC Championship game last year for the Bengals, and I know they're looking for big things for him, but there'll certainly be a chance for Trimble to come in and make some plays. Yeah. Uh, corner number three, C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor kind of battling it out right now. We've seen really good things from Keith Taylor and C.J. Henderson. This coaching staff doing a great job uh, really coaching both of those guys up. Um, who do you think has the edge there? Toss up. I think it's 50-50. I really don't think there's any edge right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see as the preseason game goes along who can kind of get that spot down. And then finally, my last one, and, and I'll let you uh, counter, um, wide receiver order. Uh, obviously, Chark, it looks like, is the number one as of now. Thielen, probably number two. Um, but then beyond that, um, who do you see as the, you know, the three – uh, number three receiver, uh, is it Mingo? Is it Marshall? Uh, both have had really good days recently at camp. I think it's going to be one of those two. I, right now, I, I, I'm almost thinking Marshall's going to come through by the time we get to this first game of the season. But Mingo's played well. But I, I think Marshall, having that experience and, and Mingo being a little bit more of a project, great body, but you know not all the mechanics, I, I kind of go Marshall by the time we get there. 
Yeah. Um, is there any training camp battle that I did not talk about that you think we're overlooking? No, I think you hit them all. I think uh, there's a lot of a lot of things that are up in there. The Panthers, a lot of questions to be asked. But you know, Bucky Brooks thinks they're going to NFC South. So have to wait yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bucky's uh, used to be uh, here with the Panthers, so he's got some history in this building. Um, it was a, a while back, but he's got some history here. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, let's talk briefly about um, free agency. I know I'm going back a ways. Um, I've kind of asked this question uh, on different episodes. Who do you feel like is the free agent signing in this class um, that I don't want to say we're not talking about, but we're not given enough uh, light to who, who is going to be that crucial signing by the end of the uh, season that we're going to look back and saying that was a really good signing by Scott. I, I mean, I hate to be captain obvious, but it's Justin Houston. He's the guy they need. They need a pass rusher. And he can bring that if he if he can you know get double figure pass rush. I mean sacks. The Bears yeah. are going to be really good defensively. And then uh, give me one on offense since you just since it's defense. Who would be your offense guy? Hayden Hurst. I think you know they, they need a tight end and uh, they need a pass catching tight end. Something we really haven't had a lot since Greg Olson. And he has he has a pedigree. Yeah. Um, switching gears to the coaching staff now. We uh, survived the rule era, if you will. Um, and uh, Frank Reich and company are con- are coming in. Thomas Brown, uh, offensive coordinator. Ejero Avero, defensive coordinator. Jim Caldwell, Deuce Staley, uh, and Josh McCowan, the quarterbacks coach. What has the atmosphere been like uh, down in Spartanburg at FanFest with this new coaching staff? You see guys like Jake DeLome, Luke Keekley, Charles Johnson come back, Chris Gamble we've seen. Different guys just being back around the team. And uh, it just feels like with this coaching staff, there's a breath of fresh air and really um, just emphasizing the history of the Panthers and uh, just getting back to kind of, I don't want to say the basics, but they're really just the way this coaching staff is really built. I really think this is going to be a great foundation for the Panthers going forward. No, I think you hit it on the head. I think the Panthers, there's an excitement there. Uh, there's a plan. There's an experienced coaching staff. It's not a you know a college coach trying to figure it out. Uh, and there's an excitement. I think the the former players coming back feel it. I think the current players feel it. I think the fans feel it. And you know it's been five years. It's time. It's time to win. It's time to put together a good product. And I think the Panthers are on the, taking the right steps to make that make that happen. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a switch around question as uh, we go through the preseason. You always see. Uh, whether it's a veteran or whether it's a maybe a second or third year player that's trying to uh, make the roster after his uh, a, a rookie season of ups and downs, um, who are some guys that need to have a good preseason for uh, the Panthers in order to to make the team? A- anyone that you have on the top of your 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 head to make the team? Um... So I'll give you an example. I would say Shy Smith. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot Smith, you know, they got him as a specialist right now, but you know, he, he he's definitely, he's going to be in trouble because they got a lot of receivers in front of him. Uh, he may make it as a special teams guy, but he's third on the list. I'm looking at the, the, the uh, list right now. He's third at uh, punt return and kick return. So that's a good choice. Um, and birds injury did help him a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, but I think he's going to be in trouble. Right. I think, I think um, he needs to have a really, really big preseason. And then the two guys on the defensive side of the ball, um, at least that come to mind in, on my head, is uh, Brandon Smith, Penn State second-year linebacker, and Amari Barno, 
uh, from Virginia Tech, six round yeah, pick last year. Ray John Wright as well. I mean, all three of those guys. Uh, you know, it's going to be difficult. The Panthers actually have a lot of depth this season, so it's going to be difficult for these French guys to kind of get a roster spot. Yeah, Rajon Wright, the undrafted free agent from Oregon State. Um, you kind of talked to you already brought him up, so I'll kind of go into my next question. Uh, I was going to ask this a little bit later. Um, is there an undrafted free agent that you feel like could make this roster? Rajon Wright is one of those guys this year. Um, anyone that sticks out to you in that mind? That would be the guy I mentioned, is Rajon Wright. I just, I, like I said, I think the Panthers have a really deep roster. It's going to be hard for these guys on the fringes to get in there. Um, on the defense, we've got uh, three, four uh, defenses where we're switching to. We brought guys back like Henry Anderson, uh, who missed some time but played a critical role for the Panthers last year. Um, Yitor Gross Matos, who we have not talked about, um, doesn't seem to be a scheme fit, but it does seem that they are giving him every opportunity to um, – not just make the roster, but really contribute. Um, even if it's uh, situationally a former second round pick, you'd like to get a little more production out of him. Um, talk about the, what you've seen from the defense switching to the three, four guys that you feel like are really going to take a, a step this year uh, or might be a better fit schematically because of this. Switch. I think, I think guys like Frankie Lubu and Shaq Thompson are going to play really well in this. I, I think Matos might get lost. Uh, you know, he's already kind of said he feels forgotten a little bit, underappreciated. He's more of a 4-3 guy. He just doesn't fit. Grugier Hill has played really well in the preseason. So I think those – I think, you know, the, the, those hybrid type of guys are just going to fare well in this. But, again, my biggest question is can they stop the run? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Derrick Brown going to be able to and, – and Marquise McCall, guys like that, they're going to be able to stop the run. And if they – you know, they can do that and get teams to third down, they're going to – I think they're going to get to the quarterback. Um. I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, and, and I've asked this to every guest so far. They all had almost the same answer. Brian Burns, new contract. Reports are that they're not close, but we all know that that can change in 24 hours' time span. Um, what is your um, – what are you hearing on that front? They're just waiting. You know, they wanted to wait until the market got set. They got to sign the guy. I mean, you know, he's one of the best players on the football team. I think I think it's a matter of time. I think, you know, it's kind of a non-story, really. I mean, they're going to sign him. It's just a matter of, of when. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Bryce Young a little bit. Not necessarily um, what he's been doing on the field, which we can get into that too, but um, how has his we, – we, we talked about uh, coming out of the draft, his intellect, his football smarts, and his character, and just so many things about him that really – hit the nail on the head. Um, what do you see from Bryce Young upstairs and just in general um, that you've been able to see um, I, so far? I think he's a really, really cerebral, smart quarterback. Um, I think he almost tries to be too perfect. I mean, like all the answers seem rehearsed. Uh, it just seems like, you know, he, he was saying what he thinks you want to say. I, I'd rather he kind of just be who he is and because he has to be a leader. He's got to get these guys to follow him and, I know it's hard as a as a rookie to come in and do that. Yeah. He doesn't command the room like Cam Newton did. I don't you know whether or not that's good or bad, I can't say. But <laughs> I think he just I think he's just trying to be too perfect right now. And I think, you know, he'll settle in and find it find his role, find his lane. But, you know, I think he's kind of perfectly suited to what the Panthers need right now. Somebody who can just kind of direct the offense, call the plays, get everybody in the right set and, and execute when called on. And he, he's really accurate. And that's that's the, the thing that jumps out to me is just his accuracy. I mean, he can put the ball in places 
that are just incredible. The one thing the Panthers have not been doing with them, though, to me, is which is his strength is throwing it over the top, at least at Alabama. And with the Panthers, it's more intermediate and short stuff. And I don't know, you know, if that's because they don't trust the line or because they feel like he has mastered the other two things. And I mean, he has not mastered the other two things, but he's really good at the deep ball. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see all of that as hopefully as preseason goes on. Yeah. I mean, he's already drawn praise from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, talked about him a lot yesterday. They share an agent. Uh, yeah. He talked about um, just that Carolina's in good hands with him. He likes the likes him a lot. Uh, his demeanor, his movement, the way he throws. And honestly, people talk about Bryce Young and compare him to Aaron Rodgers as far as the arm angles go and how he can fit balls in tight corners. We've seen that, especially in that joint practice yesterday with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, he, like I said, he has incredible arm talent. He's number one pick in the draft for a reason. He's, he's special. And uh, my, the biggest question I have for him is just what happens when he takes that hit from a 300-pound guy coming right up his gut? Um, you know, yeah. I, I worry about that. But, you know, he played in the SEC, so he played, he played a lot of NFL guys every Saturday. And, you know, he only had missed one game, I believe. So, you know, he's proven to be durable in that situation. And, you know, if you're a Panther fan, you certainly hope he's durable in the NFL situation. Yeah. and. Um... Real quickly on Brian Burns, um, we talked about the contract, but just a note on that, though. Bosa, as we've seen for the Niners, he's not even there. So I I think it really shows Brian Burns on a leadership standpoint that he's been at practice. He's been participating. He's not doing this whole hold in, I think is what they call it now. Um, You know, he's been very vocal. He's been a leader and he's really just been a good example to not let the contract thing. He knows, like he, like you said, I think he knows it's going to get done when it's going to get done, but he still, you know, could have said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stay at home, stay train on my own and wait till this thing gets done. But he's been at every practice, every meeting, and he's done a good job of leading by example. I think that goes back to, you know, this coaching staff that they have in and the excitement the coaching staff is bringing. You know, everybody wants to be a part of something special. And I think, you know, he want, he he's one of the leaders of the team. Um, yeah. He may be the leader of the team. So, you know, he decided to come in. And as soon as Bosa sets the market, he'll get his contract. Yeah. Um, Let's go back to the coaching staff uh, for a few minutes. Do you have a coach that you're not – other than Frank Clark will take him out of the equation – um, what non-head coach uh, on this team do you feel is um, the guy that we just – that was a splash hire from this coaching staff? <laughs> yeah, I think all of them were splash hires. But, I, you know, you, you think um, Deuce Daly, uh, former player, uh, great pedigree, could be a head coach himself, guys love him. Uh, I, I thought that was a home run hire. Uh uh, it, uh, the defense coordinator, Vero, was a home run hire. He was up for some head coaching jobs. Dom Capers has been a head coach here before. I mean, their coaching staff is just D'Angelo Hall. I mean, their that, that co- coaching staff is just incredible. I, I didn't even mention D'Angelo Hall. Yeah, now. If, yeah. I, if I had to pick one, though, I'd pick this day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and they did give, I believe Tepper gave uh, Evero uh, head coach money. Head coach type money. Yeah. yeah. To come over here. So uh, he shelled out the pocketbook for sure. Um, I think Jim Caldwell is going to be a very good um, addition to this coaching staff uh, and just having, I mean, he did wonders when he was with the lions back in the day and yeah. uh, he's got a lot of experience and he's seen a lot. Another guy's up for head coaching jobs. Yeah. Well, um, Lanson, this has been great. Uh, let's get you out of here with some predictions on what you think is going to happen uh, throughout the season. Um, 
but uh, yeah, let, let's let's let, yeah, let's go ahead and end there. Um, right, two, I'll eight. ask you a question, and then you can give me kind of the first person that comes to your mind. All right. All right. Uh, when it's all said and done, who will lead the team in in what in touchdowns? Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Uh, I'm gonna go with DJ Chark. I think he and Bryce Young have a good um, have a good connection, and I think um, Miles Sanders will get a lot of yards, but I think uh, Chark is gonna get uh, those touchdowns. Um, who leads the team in interceptions? If he's healthy, <laughs> uh, JC Horn. Okay, that's a, that's a good one. Um, I think I'll go with Frankie Louvu. I think uh, I think he's gonna be a nose for the ball this year. Uh, well, well, he is every year, at least uh, on the Panthers. Um, who leads the team in sacks? Brian Burns. Okay. And, and how many do you have in tally? 12. 12. Okay. Um, I'm going to say he gets 13. I think he's going to be just short of 14, uh, but over 12. Uh, player who takes the biggest leap this year? Terrence Marshall. That's a good one. I I'll agree with you on that one. Um, this might be a similar question. Biggest surprise this season, uh, a player like who surprises, like comes out of nowhere and just kind of like, whoa, we didn't see I that. Think da- I think Dante Jackson is tired of the slander. I think he's going to have a big year. That's that's a, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. I I don't actually know if I have an answer to that one. That's a that's a really good one. I uh, now that now that you're making me think on this one, um. Ah, that's a. I'm gonna say Xavier Woods takes a takes a step in this defense and is able to really cohesion with uh, Von Bell on the back end. I think it's gonna really help him. Um, Von Bell has that experience coming over from Cincinnati and then obviously was with New Orleans when he got drafted there. Um, what undrafted free agent? I think we already answered this. Makes the team. Um, if you had to pick one, I'm guessing it's gonna be Ray John Wright. Yep, that's where I was going. Okay. And then finally, what's your prediction for the record this season? Where uh, how many wins, how many losses, but it's all set up. We play seventeen games now. That's correct. Mm, nine and eight. That is exactly what I've been saying to every guest. So I we're we're on the same page, sir. Nine and eight is where I think. I mean, if Bryce Young plays above neck up really, really well, I think they can get to maybe ten. But the schedule's hard. It'll be. Uh, It'll be interesting for sure. They have six games against the weakest conference of football. They need to eat those games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Today has been Langston Wirtz Jr. He is a sports columnist for the Charlotte Observer. Uh, Langston, it's been so great to have you on. Uh, before we let you go, um, you can follow him at, at Langston Wirtz Jr. on Twitter. Um, you could also uh, find him as the host of the Processing Blue podcast of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Langston, anything you want to plug, anything you want to um, say since we still have you on the podcast? Just make sure you follow charlotteobserver.com. I think we have the best coverage of the Panthers in the country, and we have some great Panthers writers. So hope you'll follow us over there. Yeah, uh, Mike uh, is also on Processing Blue and a whole host of guys. Uh, Scott Fowler been there forever. Um, yeah, great follow all those guys and processing blue. Great podcast as well. You can find their work there. Uh, what is it? A, is it a dollar now? Is that the current rate? Dollar to join, yes, sir. Dollar to join. Dollar to join. Okay, 
Very good. Well, uh, like I said, support those guys. They do great work over there. And, uh, well, Langston, it was great to have you on. And thank you for being a guest today here on Inside the Vault. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And that will wrap up Episode 6 of Inside the Vault, a Carolina Panthers podcast. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Ryan Smith. And rate and subscribe onto the Tobacco Road Radio YouTube channel. And, uh, again, this podcast brought to you by the Keep Pounding Podcast Network and powered by the Fans First Sports Network. We'll see you next time.